Hello beautiful sisters, this is Ola Davis with another episode of the When Marriage Hurts podcast. So on today's podcast, which is, um, on today's episode I meant to say, which is episode number 20, we will be examining the topic, what the Bible says about abusive marriages. Yeah, so we're going to go deep into scriptures today and see what exactly the Bible has to say about abusive marriages. The mind, so what we really are digging into is the mind of God. Like, how does God feel about this? Is God okay with having his daughters abused in the name of marriage? What is God's mind concerning oppressed wives? Um, what does God have to say about divorce? You might be very surprised. It might be completely different from what you've always heard or what you've always been taught. So those are the questions that we will be answering in today's episode. Enjoy as we as we dive deep into scriptures. <music> Hey sis, welcome to the When Marriage Hurts podcast. I'm your host, Ola Davis. My mission is to help Christian women in painful marriages become aware of the marriage lies our society and religion has programmed our heads with. Are you tired of marriage advice that always blames you for whatever goes wrong in your marriage? Have you attended all the marriage seminars seeking help only to be blamed and shamed for your marriage problems? Has your marriage become the source of your greatest pain? Have you lost hope of being happily married? Are you just hanging in for the sake of your kids? I've been there before. I know what it is like to feel alone in marriage, yet feel trapped by the wedding vows that I made. Together, we will discover scriptural truths that set us free from the pain so that healing can begin. Oh yeah, let's shake some tables. Welcome back. So, like um like you heard in the intro, we're looking at the topic that's going to take us deep into scriptures today. Uh we want to see what it is that God has to say about abusive marriages, believe it or not. Um, it's not a shocker to our Heavenly Father that not everybody is going to have a happily ever after. And so let's see what he has to say about those of us that have unfortunately found ourselves in that situation. It is no, it's not a secret that there's a verse of scripture that gets tossed around quite frequently. I've even mentioned on the podcast before that um, when I started having issues with my with the man I, I married, and I once went to seek counsel from a lady that you know I thought could offer me godly counsel because she's a Christian, and. She just right off the bat, she just started saying things like, "Well, you you're just gonna have to pray some more. You're just gonna have to pray. I mean, what else are you gonna do? Do you want a divorce?" And I was 
quite shocked because that wasn't even something I was considering. But she just went off on me and she was like, well, what else are you going to do? Do you want a divorce? You know, God already said he hates divorce. And I thought, well, I came to you for counsel. I'm not sure why you're using this verse to kind of eat me over the head. <laughs> so that's that's a verse of scripture that a lot of people don't even know where it is in the Bible. But they, they sure like to say it a lot to scare people from the concept of divorce. So we're going to take a look at that. Um, just see, I mean, we're not having like an in-depth study of the topic of divorce. We would um, most likely do that on a future episode. But this episode is really about looking at how God views abusive marriages. I'm just going to touch on the subject of divorce because that's where a lot of us have ang you know, that's where, that's what we got, get hung up on. Like, well, God is divorced. So that means if I divorce my spouse, God's going to hate me too. It's just a logical, <laughs> it's just a logical line of thought. And even if we don't verbalize it, we tend to think of it that way in our subconscious. So that's just the reason that I would briefly touch on that topic today before we really go into how God views abusive marriages. All right. So the verse that gets tossed around a whole lot about God eating divorce is actually in the book of Malachi chapter 2, verse 16. Malachi 2, 16. Um, anytime anyone tries to pick out a verse of scripture and just isolate that verse to confuse you, it's always a good idea to read the verse in context. And reading the verse in context usually means, you know, read the verses before that, read the verses after that, so that you can get a good idea of what the verse really means. You know, someone say, said that if you take a verse, if you take, um, talking about scriptures now, he said, if you take the text out of context, then you're only left with a con. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant because you know the way you spell context. So if you take the text out of context, you're only left with a con. So you're going to be conned. Um, so that's a lesson that I always take to add. Uh, so looking at Malachi chapter 2, now, Verse 16, in a lot of versions of the Bible, it does say God hates divorce. Um, but there are a few modern versions where this verse is rendered differently. Just a small difference, but that difference makes a whole new meaning. It brings a whole new meaning to this verse. In the New International Version, the NIV, it says in verse 16 of Malachi 2, it says, The man who hates and divorces his wife, says the Lord, the God of Israel, does violence to the one he should protect. Uh-huh. I know that doesn't sound like, <laughs> it doesn't sound anything like God hates divorce. 
So it says, the man who hates and divorces his wife, says the Lord, the God of Israel, does violence to the one he should protect. So you see that here in this verse, it's not God hating divorce. It's the husband. It's here is talking about the husband hating the wife and divorcing the wife. I'm sure I've probably just confused a lot of people right now. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make here is that there are modern versions, like the New International Version, the ESV, I think that's English Standard Version, and also the CSB, Christian Standard Bible. Now you can you can check out these different versions if you just get the free Bible Bible app um, to kind of check out what I'm what I'm talking about here. So I'm just um, saying that the verse 16 of Malachi 2 isn't always rendered as God hates divorce. Um, like I said, I'm not going to go deep into this topic of divorce today. We will do that on a future episode of the podcast. Um, but if you are looking for resources and you want to study this on your own um i'm gonna give a few uh i'm gonna give you a recommendation there's a book called life-saving divorce by gretchen baskerville i'm gonna put that in the show notes for you it's uh it, it does a good job of really explaining why different versions of the bible render this verse differently and what the earliest manuscripts really said and what happened over the years where we ended up with versions saying God hates divorce. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so I'm going to put that, the life-saving divorce, the author's name, so that you get the spelling right. I'm going to put that in the show notes. I'm going to put a link in the show notes as well. That's a free online resource if you're just not you know, you're, you're just not in a position to start reading a book right now. <laughs> um, there's um, online resources that can help you with the study of the subject if you want to know more. So, yes, so I'm just going to go straight into today's topic. Haven't laid that foundation of the, the verse that we really get hung up over about God eating divorce. That's something that you need to question. That's something that you need to question. Um, but I know that just having someone telling you that that's not what the verse really says isn't going to, isn't just going to uproot what you thought you understood about a verse. It's, it's just not going to do that overnight. So that's why I want us to look at today's topic about abusive marriages. If we, if you're unsure about how what God feels about divorce or how God views divorce, how about we lay that aside for now and look at what God thinks about abusive marriages and what God thinks we should do when we find ourselves or if we do find ourselves in an abusive marriage okay that sounds fair yeah so let's let's do that let's see what god has to say now it's going to be 
we're just going to be reading scriptures on today's episode. <laughs> um, so the first one that I'm going to go to for us to see God's mindset and how God feels about abusive marriages, it's going to be Exodus 21. And we'll be looking at verse 10 and 11. Exodus 21, verse 10 and 11. And the context here, because I don't want to read the whole chapter. We don't really have the time for that. I'll just give you a quick background so that you understand the context in which we find these two verses. The context here is if if someone, you know, back in the day where they used to have servants or slaves and a man could decide to to take one of his um, servants for a wife or to give the give the girl the servant girl to his son to be a wife to the son so that's the context here so in verse in verse um 10 it says it's trying to say that if a man does take a, a servant girl as his wife in that way so verse 10 says if he marries another woman and that's talking about if if the man takes a servant girl as his wife and then if he decides that he's going to marry a second wife cuz that was just that was something that was kind of permitted back in the day it it wasn't what God wanted but it was happening and it was sort of permitted <laughs> so it says if he marries another woman he must not deprive the first one of a food clothing, and marital rights. So it's saying in verse 10 of Exodus 21 that if a a man takes a servant girl as his wife and then he decides he wants to marry another woman, he must not deprive the first one of food, clothing, and marital rights. And marital rights, you know, that's like an umbrella term for love, affection, you know, intimacy, sexual intimacy, and all of that. And then it says in verse 11, if he does not provide her with these three things, which is the food, clothing, and marital rights, she is to go free without any payment of money. Isn't that interesting? So here God is saying that you men, if, uh, if you have a servant or a slave girl that you want to take as a wife, that's fine. But if you decide for whatever reason that you want to marry some other woman, then you must not deprive the servant girl that you married. You must not deprive her of full clothing and marital rights. You must not deprive her of love. You must not deprive her of affection. You must not deprive her of intimacy. If you don't, if you deprive her of any of those things, she is free to go and she does not owe you a dime. You can't say, oh, you know, I bought her with money, so she has to pay. No, she doesn't owe you a dime. She is free to go. Isn't that amazing? When we see the art of our Heavenly Father, when we see how God cares so much about the oppressed, you know, there are there are scriptures that, we think are confusing 
like the one in Malachi 2.16 that a lot of versions uh, render as God hates divorce. When we come across verses like that in scriptures, what should help us in understanding or at least not misinterpreting such verses is to understand the nature of our Heavenly Father. When you see here that God cares so much, and this, you know, I, I, I do get emotional when I just think about this. That if God cares this much about a slave girl turned wife and then being, you know, mistreated, how much more you and I that are in slaves, how much more you and I that have been purchased by the precious blood of Jesus. Think about that. Okay, let's quickly look at another portion of scriptures that can um, shed some light on what God thinks about those of us that find ourselves in abusive marriages. What does does God care? Does God care about us? How exactly does he feel about the situation we found ourselves in? Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 21 and verse 10 to 14. And I'm going to read the whole 10 to 14. <laughs> just to bring some context to this. So the real meat for me is verse 14, but I'm going to read from 10. I'll just quickly read through. Actually, this is a lot for me to read. (laughs) Okay. So maybe I'll just read verse 10 and then I'll jump straight to 14, but that would just give us a a little bit of, of context. So verse 10 of Deuteronomy 21, it says, when you go to war against your enemies and the Lord your God delivers them into your hands and you take captives. If you notice among the captives a beautiful woman and are attracted to her, you may take her as your wife. So we're saying here that when they go out and fight wars and take captives, if they find a woman, you know, attractive amongst the captives, they could take her as a wife. And then the verses after that talk about even though you marry this woman, you know, you should um, give us a period of time to mourn to, I mean, she might have lost her parents in the war or whatever. You must give her time to mourn her family before um, she actually becomes your wife. And then in verse 14, it says, if you are not pleased with her, so that's if the man already marries the the captive woman right now and she becomes his wife it says if you're not pleased with her let her go wherever she wishes you must not sell her or treat her as a slave since you have dishonored her isn't that interesting i mean this is a woman that's been captured in war that should be you know would have been nothing else but a slave but then um gets married 
to this man. And God is saying here that if the man isn't pleased with her anymore, whether you don't find her attractive anymore, or whether you just, for whatever reason, you just decide that I don't want that anymore. God is saying here that the man isn't permitted to just abandon her. He isn't permitted to just discard her. He says, if you are not pleased with her, let her go wherever she wishes. You mustn't sell her. You mustn't treat her as a slave. You mustn't abuse her. Um, there are versions of the Bible that says, you shall not treat her brutally. That is abuse right there. Abuse is when you're treated brutally. Do you see how much God loves us? If he cares this much about a slave woman turned wife, how much more? Do you think he cares about you? Is your abusive marriage honoring God? I know religion tends to make us think that. <laughs> and you know, like when I talk about this, I don't know if you've noticed, like I start speaking so slowly because it really makes me sad to think that religion has programmed us to believe that if we've made a mistake in, a, in, in, in the choice of a spouse and we're being abused, our loving Heavenly Father just wants us to stay in that abuse and be oppressed. And that kind of mindset in itself is a tragedy because it shows a lack of understanding of the nature of the true nature of our Heavenly Father. It shows a lack of understanding of God's true nature. Because when we come to understand God's true nature, we know that he loves us so much. He doesn't want our lives to be destroyed just because we made this error of marrying somebody that's abusive. No. He's not trying to make us holy by staying in an abusive marriage. No. It's Jesus that makes us holy. Having someone, the person that has vowed to love us and cherish us, having them harm us doesn't make us holy. So this is what today's episode is about, really. is helping us see an abusive marriage the way God sees it. Abusive marriages do not bring any kind of glory to our heavenly father. It doesn't make him happy. He doesn't want us destroyed by it. I mean, like we've read in the scriptures, if God cares so much about a wife being oppressed in marriage, that he gave this kind of laws and says, you must let the woman go free. You're not allowed to oppress her. You're not allowed to abuse her, regardless of the fact that, you know, she was a slave when you married her. You already married her. 
she's your wife but if you no longer want her to be your wife you must let her go let her go don't ruin the rest of her life because you think you have a right over her as a husband no god is not is that's not what god is about it's not about trapping people in abuse so if god cares that much about a slave woman don't you think he cares a lot more about you his daughter the one whom he purchased with the precious blood of jesus think about that so that's it on this episode I mean there's lots of scriptures we could look at but I think the few that we've looked at today um does enough justice to the subject to show that God cares about us and he doesn't want us oppressed and crushed under the weight of an abusive marriage Now if you haven't joined our Facebook group yet it is called When Marriage Hurts on Facebook um you can come on there it's a private group you can post you can just say hi you know there are other women on the facebook group um if you're not ready to say anything yet you can just shoot me a direct message on there we're also on instagram the page is called when marriage hurts so at when marriage hurts on Instagram. You can also shoot me direct messages on there as well. I pray for you all that listen to the podcast. Um I just want you to know that as much as it's painful and extremely difficult to be living in the circumstances that you're living in, I want you to always remember that you're not alone. even though it often feels that way but know that you're not alone know that you are loved and cherished by God never forget that and know that Allah is praying for you as well okay so until i come your way next week do have a wonderful week i pray that the strength to face the battles ahead of you this week you would receive in Jesus name and i pray god's peace over you have a wonderful week ahead has this podcast blessed you if yes please head over to apple podcast when marriage hurts and leave a written review for the show it would be such a blessing to me to know that this show has impacted you in some ways Also share this podcast with a friend. Let's spread the word. Lastly, if you would like to be a part of a community of like-minded women of faith who are on a journey to living the best life God has for them despite their marriage challenges, join our Facebook group When Marriage Hurts. Until next time, remember the words of Jesus. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest.